Hey everyone, welcome back to the drawing board. Yes, we are called the drawing board. <laughs> Today's guest we have as Emily Ree, or the artist and creator of Anarchy Dreamers. Hi guys! <laughs> now I've had you as a friend on Facebook for quite some time. And I've always seen your um, comic and everything, like the small little tidbits that you've posted here and there. What is Anarchy Dreamers about? Okay, so... Anarchy Dreamers is um, an urban fantasy graphic novel um, on the internet, so it's a webcomic, um, and it's about pretty much a bunch of sparkly kids who came back from the dead and fighting other people's nightmares. Sparkly kids that came back from the dead. Okay. Yes. So I'm like scrolling <laughs> through here, and I have a couple questions about fun people. Yes. Okay. So first off, who is the chick with the candy, the, um, the, 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 the cotton candy hair. <laughs> well, that is our, um, our main protagonist. Um, her name is Tabby and, um, she does indeed have cotton candy hair. Um, it's pink on the outside and it's kind of like a bluish cyan color on the underside. And, um, she, like most of her classmates at her school, uh, was the victim of some kind of terror attack on their school that was never, blame was never really placed. And it resulted in the death and resurrection of half of the school. And as you can see, she has little devil horns and cotton candy hair and she bleeds glitter. And that was part of her resurrection. Okay, her hands held their gigantic claws. She yes. is now known as Cotton Candy Claws in my book. I like that. I like that. Cotton Candy Claws. <laughs> also, she has an eye patch, which I find really intriguing. And I'm guessing if I read the story more, I'll figure out what's behind that eye patch. Yes. Um, pretty much her. She doesn't always have the big claws. Um, she when. Uh, well, let me. I should probably get into the dreamers lore a little bit. So this makes more sense. Um, in this world, oftentimes when a, especially a young person goes when it really shouldn't be their time, for whatever reason, science isn't sure, they often come back, a resurrection, but they don't come back exactly the same. They basically are glittery. They have glittery souls, and a lot of times they can do weird stuff. Um, Tabby, for example, can actually create things using her body, which is what the claws come from. The claws, she's actually stealing from a popular anime character in their world because she's a little tiny nerd. But um, yeah, if she does it too much, she starts bleeding glitter, which is often why she's covered in bandages and eye patches and things like that. <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing she's also a cheerleader? Yes, she is. <laughs> okay, so I'm presuming that all cheerleaders are amazing action-packed fighting chicks. Well, you From know- what I can see, I'm already, like, on page 16 here. <laughs> I'm like, all of them seem all action-packed, except for one. One looks normal, and she's got combat boots. Wait, oh, wait, does she have a ponytail? Blonde hair skulls. Oh, yes, well, well, you'll see. Oh my god, th this looks amazing. <laughs> Thank now, you. do they notice the horns? Yes, um, and they, they, the horns are kind of a common Dreamwalker trait. Um, Tabby and her twin brother, Tyg, both have little, like, cutesy-looking devil horns. Um, dreamer traits often run in families, so if you have two kids who get offed in their teenage years who are brother and sister, they're probably going to end up with 
similar looking horns or weird skin color or something but there's also a girl with deer antlers i just saw her she is absolutely freaking adorable thank you she is adorable <laughs> she's a little peppy thing and i just saw what is behind the eye patch and i need to stop searching and spoiling <laughs> this and i need to read oh my god the, the sudden urge to read i know what i'm doing with the one hour break that i have thank you i, I get to read this and oh sweet merciful god i'm probably going to fall in love with it i hope you do that's my goal is to make people like my comics because i'm i just had a kickstarter and we printed them and, and it was successful which is super awesome yes it was way more successful than i thought it would be we were almost 300 percent of our goal Woohoo! So yay! <laughs> Woohoo! Really That's exciting. A, yay! We were fully funded in like 15 and a half hours, 17 and a half hours, something like that. I was shocked. Like, there's a small but very dedicated fan base, and I thank them very much. And I hope you will become a part of it. Oh, I you, already am. You I haven't even read it. I already am. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me. Yay. I see one chick's contacts and their skull and crossbones. You have me sold. Yes. <laughs> the antlers, freaky claws, awesome outfits. You have me sold. And does she have a freaking tail? Yes. Yes, she does. Just the things that you're hearing as my initial <laughs> reaction is probably beautiful. No, I'm actually, this is good because everyone who has read this comic so far is either my friend, like in real life, who is totally used to me just coming out with this stuff, or they've read it online. So this is really the first time I've heard someone's reactions in real time that didn't know what they were getting into. So okay. I'm really excited. My tentacles are amazing. <laughs> I'm oh no, Kersplat. Yes. <laughs> I love the chibi stick of her. That's adorable. Aww. <laughs> Thank you. And like the super bright, vibrant colors. I love them. Thank you. I, I try. That was um when I was in school, I actually kind of struggled with colors because I like all the colors all the time. <laughs> But I finally have gotten to the point where I can use them correctly and not just throw up paint on everything. <laughs> hey, throwing up paint is great. That's how Splatoon was made. That's true. That's true. But this is before Splatoon, so it wasn't cool yet. I was before my time, obviously. <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to stop at the thing that says um, end of issue one. Yes, good I'm idea. staring at creepy dead things. Yes. And I love the word bubbles. Thank you! <laughs> like, I, I love doing little workshops with people because a little known thing was during college I did a sequential art um, course or two. But cool. before that, I went to a private school for a year. And one of the girls, one of the women whose son went to the school was Stanley's personal secretary. Oh, well and then. Stanley came to our school and taught us how to do comics. Damn. <laughs> Before Damn. the whole Marvel eruption of ours happened, I was taught to do comics by Stanley. Yo, like for like a week. It was super cool. I I physically reacted <laughs> when you said that. I know you can't hear it or like see it, but like I just like leaned back in my chair and, and I, wow, that is so awesome. That erupted into the. I need to do comics. I love doing the borderlines. I mean, if you pop up on my Facebook, I did a, um, the cafe that I chill at yes. is a comic book themed cafe. 
I was wondering about that. Yep. You made a great sign. Thank you. And all of that guttering took me like two minutes to do, <laughs> like planning it out. I am so OCD when it comes to guttering. I've also done a 17 panel page. Wow. How big was the page? It was a normal comic book size page, like the pads that you get. Yeah. Wow. And one of them was a decagon with several others. Okay. I need to see this at some point. You need to bring this up and show me because I want to see how you accomplish this. It was super cool. I can recreate it again. I need to redo that whole story because I just love doing comic books. It is. I'm looking forward to it. Also, I love doing inking. Inking is like my diehard love in life. Really? Comics and stuff. I love doing inking. God, I hate inking. (laughs) Like sketching, I could sketch it out, but I can do 90% of my inking with Sharpies (laughs) and make it look really good. That's impressive. I can't. I, I I am not good. I do all digital inking at this point because it, it saves my art. Oh, my God. I wish I could do digital art. I give you kudos. But no, I have like, um, I know on my business page, I have a speed um, ink of me doing the Velociraptor. Nice. Oh, I, I did see that one. Mm-hmm. I saw that a while ago now that I think about it. Yeah. Inking is, is my love in life. <laughs> inking is my passion. It is. It really is. And I have a friend that I truly look up to, and I'm really honored to be able to call him a friend. He's worked for Dark Horse, DC, Marvel. Wow. He's worked for a lot. He does, um, I know he also does Kickstarters on first comic. It's called Combat Jacks. It's, his name is Mark McKenna. And he okay. actually yep. grew up in Orange County. He really? There, and I went to school with his son and daughter. You are well-connected within the comic industry, my dear. <laughs> I am, and I'm also on pretty good speaking terms with the New York Comic-Con head. Yo! For Artist Alley. And I've had a couple oh. cool conversations with Lance, who runs New York Comic-Con. Which well, both people, Mark and Lance, are absolutely amazing guys. <laughs> have you done New York Comic-Con before? I wish. I've applied for the past two years, and I haven't gotten in. But also, you can only really sell prints. You aren't allowed yeah. to sell buttons or plush or anything like that. So oh, that's I would true. love to go after I get my comic up and running. Well, there's just got to do it, obviously. <laughs> exactly. It's I just need to get the style more fluent for what I'm doing. It's well, like a chibi, flowy style. Right. And it's super cute and adorable and derp-like. Well, the way you do that is just, like, keep drawing because... That's what I yell at everybody who wants to get the comments. Every (laughs) single thing is, every artist will tell you, keep drawing. If you do fiber art, keep sewing. If you keep crocheting, (laughs) keep crocheting. You just got to keep going at it. Yep. Like, the boyfriend, he does amazing After Effects work. Like, amazing After Effects work. And he's super cool. So if you ever needed, like, a cool trailer or something, hit us up. And we will definitively help you. Oh, definitely. Well, you know, my boyfriend went to, he just graduated from SVA with, um, shit, what is this degree actually in? Basically, you can do After Effects and 3D animation. And he threw um, a couple of Dreamers posters into his final, uh, his final um, animation. I feel really bad that I don't actually know what his degree was in because I always heard it was animation, but I think it's it's 3D something something After Effects, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's super cool he's really good at editing really good at the sound stuff he's actually going to be doing all my post-op work so hell yeah I, I i have to give him love and kudos somewhere Aww. but no he's absolutely amazing at it and i give anyone who can do that kind of stuff digital artists 
people like that. I give you guys kudos. I just enjoy doing it pen and pencil, and I'm learning to do vectoring, and oh my god, I give everyone yeah. kudos. Well, you know, I actually, I draw mine on paper, because when I draw it on the computer, it just doesn't have the same life to it for some reason. And I can always, even a year later, I can pinpoint the panels I drew on the computer versus on paper. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone else notices it but me. But um, no, it's I have to scan it though, because what ended up happening was I never had a good enough scanner that wouldn't eat the ink. And then I would spend three hours essentially re-inking my comics for color in Photoshop. And I was like, this is, this is madness. Uh. So anyway, thank God for Photoshop. <laughs> exactly. And also thank God for animator pencils. The nice yes. photo blue animator pencils. I That's got through them. Oh my God. Where do you order yours from? Because I could um, probably save you a whole bunch of money. I've been getting them through Blick. I actually just ordered, um, I get the lead. And I actually just ordered two things of the turquoise lead when Blick was having a 50% off sale. But if you have another place, that'd be great. Because uh, I paid out the nose for shipping. Staples. Really? <laughs> Literally type in non-photo blue pencil. And it'll stay. It'll say Prismacolor color, color race pencil. But it'll have a picture of a Stanford <laughs> pencil on it. Really? And it's a 12-pack for 7 bucks, And you can get it shipped to the store for free. Oh, okay. I'm doing that next time. When I go through these, that's what I'm doing, because, nah. Oh, no, I go through them. That is actually, also, they work on Blackboard, and they erase just with your hand, which is how Ooh. I did 99% of that board that you saw. was that... all with the color erase pencils. Damn. That's a beautiful board. Like, I was, when I was looking at it, I'm like, I don't know what this is for. It's obviously a restaurant of some sort, but it's really pretty. She did a great job. I'm actually going to go back over it with some of the other ones and make the entire top that says Cape and Cup Cafe with um, half tones. Ooh, that'll be pretty. So it's going to be super cool. And Eric loves it, which I'm like so happy. I've been getting so many compliments. I'm like, oh, my heart. Aww. So now that we have gone over the fun thing of Anarchy Dreamers. Yes. <laughs> what cons are you going to? Um, well, as of right now, my only for sure con is no such con, which is at Vassar in the beautiful, sparkling Mecca city of Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, non-con. I love their staff. They're so helpful. They, they know sw- me as the cripple, and I have like a fleet of people who help me bring <gasps> my stuff in. Oh. The first year, my ankle acted up, and I was limping the entire con. The second last year, I've had a work-related injury with my shoulder where I actually had to go in for surgery. I remember that. Yep. So they actually lifted all of my stuff for me pre-surgery up the stairs. That's so nice. set up and everything. Like, they were helping me put the shelves on, helping me lift it, helping me take it down. It was amazing. That's, you know, I'm happy to hear that. Every correspondence I've had with them are great. Also, like, I asked, hey, you guys, the, um, the sky... The skywalk was perfect right behind the um, registration desk. Is it okay if I reserve it? Because I was like, first one to email back. <laughs> so I get an email like about a month ago. Yeah, sure. We can put you on the skywalk. We're good. <laughs> Aww. And I think that Kathy is still running it. And she's just amazing. I well, I... I um I'm excited because this convention's like a straight shot down the road from my house. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm really excited. I get to go back home. I get to do laundry. I get to hang out with my mom, which that's awesome. It's going to be super cool and also like heartbreaking because she's not going to be coming to any more cons, hopefully, as of next year. Oh. She's going to be moving to Germany to work with the army. Wow. As a nurse. So it's super cool. 
Wow. Like any convention that she has off for, I'm trying to convince her to come with me so I can spend time with her. Oh, yeah, totally. That's so sweet that your mom comes. Oh, she loves seeing the costumes. She loves seeing everyone be really happy. She knows all yep. the buttons and everything. She loves Aww. asking about why do you like to cosplay and stuff. She's really cool. Oh, And she came to um, AAC with us as well. She came with us there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know, like I was saying before, you know, I met your mom at Anime Boston and mm-hmm. she was just so cute. And she came over and she was asking me about my work and she she bought some stuff for me. Actually, it was really sweet of her. Mm-hmm. But as we were talking, I don't know how this happened exactly, but we both found out that we're from like the exact same area. And it yeah. was just like, like she was just drawn over to this table to go meet locals and... <laughs> I mean, the best thing is, apparently, the head of registration, his, I believe, brother or brother-in-law, works for Department of Corrections in New York. Oh, God. <laughs> he told my mom if she ever wanted to sign up, that he would put her in a seated spot and make sure that everything's covered for her. Oh, it's adorable. <laughs> because when she came over, she just wanted to pick up all the money that we made because she didn't want me in Boston with that much just in case something, God forbid, happened. It was already oh, in the yeah. bank. Yeah, yeah. And I would have a paper trail. So yeah. she's pretty much left said, yeah, can I leave my, um, which one can I leave my state ID here? I need to get back to work. It's not like I'm going to forget it. Right. And he looked and he noticed it. He's like, oh, you work for Department of Corrections. I know so-and-so, excuse me, at this and that. And it was really <laughs> fun. Oh, that's sweet. So are you ready for the fun part? Yes, I am ready for the fun part. All right. In front of me, I have a container. Of a whole bunch of questions. Yes. Ready. I am ready. First question. What celebrity do you like to follow? Do you mean like on the internet or like just follow around aimlessly in real life? Because apparently Cher, (laughs) apparently Cher was at a gas station in my town earlier this week and people are freaking out about that. Um, I guess online. um, If you followed people around, you'd be making a lot being the paparazzi. It's it's true. That's true. Um, Shoot. You know, my, I have always had a hard time paying a whole lot of attention to celebrities um so youtube think. youtube stars count as celebrities i'll add that one. <laughs> that helps out any bit um let me see i'm not sure how much they count as celebrities but there's a couple of like japanese manga artists that i've followed and a couple of them either live abroad and they've been nice and responded to me so i like that um mikaso rocks who is japanese she's japanese and she travels to japan a lot but she's She's actually doing columns for Japanese newspapers about living in New York and stuff like that. And I so just happened to find out that she was teaching a class at my former job at the Children's Museum of Manhattan. And we bonded over that. And that was really cool. Um, I used to follow um, Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy on a lot of stuff in like 2007. But I kind of gave up on that when he married um, Ashley Simpson. So (laughs) there's that. (laughs) Oh, my Alrighty, so that that is always fun. I know I follow um Ninja Sex Party and Game Grumps as well as Markiplier on my Instagram. Oh, those are good. Oh no, you know who I do follow now, and I just I just found this guy, and I feel bad because I actually had to go to my Twitter to check his names. I just found him on YouTube. Um, he does um a webcomic YouTube review, and like he's really cool. And I basically just posted that, like, hey, I just 
binge watch the show. It's great. And then he like found me and was like, oh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. And I'm like, you are the kind of person I like. You responded to me. You um, need to send me this guy's info. He's I am. fun. Sweet. He's, he's, um, not followers, following, sorry. Um, Don't worry. It's, um, Hellriser is his, um, username and his YouTube webcomic reviews, which are hilarious, um, are under the name Webcomic Relief, all one word. Alrighty. And he, like, does acting and all kinds of cool stuff when he does his um, reviews. And he reviewed a lot of comics online that a lot of us are too scared to actually sit down and read because we know they're bad. Um, <laughs> or we know they're really good, but they're super long. And um, he just seems like a nice, funny guy. And he's Danish. And um, I think his his English is fantastic, but he's got that accent and he kind of sounds like he's on Metalocalypse sometimes, so. <laughs> okay, just so you know, the Danish actually have really good English because they watch a lot of American TV shows. That makes perfect sense. Like, that's that's what I thought. No, actually, I read an article last year about how um, Dayton, it's becoming the opposite with England. Danish TV dramas are becoming weirdly popular in England, so the BBC is, like, importing them. <laughs> And so now they're starting to do episodes in English or something like that. It was it was bizarre. And the Danes are all like, we don't know why this is happening, but whatevs. That's cool. You like our TV shows. We much prefer yours, but. <laughs> it, it's amazing. All right. So ready for the next one? Yes. All right. Let's go. What is your favorite 90s cartoon? Oh, God, that's hard. OK. <laughs> all right. So if you asked me in the in the 90s like what favorite cartoon show was i would say without a doubt rugrats because i was a little girl in the 90s and little girl in the, in the 90s love rugrats um trying to think here's the thing was it was like i had nickelodeon at my house but i didn't get disney channel or cartoon network but my grandparents did so the cartoon network shows have a really special place in my heart because they were like the exciting don't get to see all the time shows and i was allowed would... to watch half the shows on nickelodeon being like really stimpy and that kind of stuff i wasn't oh, no. allowed to oh no 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 i wasn't either <laughs> <laughs> so I started falling in love, mom, but mom let me watch Boomerang. <laughs> oh, okay. So they weren't really that, but I watched them during the 90s. But I agree with you, Rugrats does have a very special place in my heart. <laughs> does. Um, other runners up would be Powerpuff Girls and um, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> that show That show had an effect on me. Um, more macaroni. More cheese. Less macaroni. <laughs> Jeez. No, the one this to this day, like I had to kind of talk myself out of this when I was in college. Like you are an adult. This should not freak you out anymore. That freaking Ramses return the slab. Oh my God. Yes. The, the first time I saw that, I then had to leave my grandparents' house and go to Girl Scouts. And when I left Girl Scouts, it was dark and I had to walk down their driveway to my mom's car at the end. And I was just horrified because it was dark and foggy and I just swore he was going to come get me. Oh <laughs> and I was, it was terrifying. And like, I've had to talk myself out of this fear as I've gotten older. <laughs> I mean, the one episode that is still to this day perfectly ingrained in my head, almost frame for frame, is when she thinks that the goddess comes down and thinks that courage is her dog. Oh, yeah. I cannot remember any of the script, but I can remember it almost frame for frame. I 
I have an image in my head of what it was, but I don't remember the episode, like, what they did. Like, I don't remember was voices. Pretty much, this goddess loses her dog. It, the dog's name was Duncan. And Duncan was just kind of, like, chilling there with courage and used to, um... Yeah. Muriel was like, oh, you're such a cute dog and everything. Well, the goddess comes down and is like, you have my dog Duncan. Give me him back and picks up courage instead. How okay, can you convince a normal dog with a purple one that talks beyond me? But she's a well, goddess. It's excuse but, but on the But on that same line of thought, you know, like... The purple dog would seem more like the like that would be the the godly dog because it's purple, but at the same time, it's her prize. It's her dog, Duncan. How do you mix up your own pet? Oh God, we took our cats to the um to the animal shelter this year. Not animal shelter, the ASPCA to get fixed because we had two cats just show up on our front lawn one day and decided they were ours and we love them, but um. They tried to give us one the wrong cat, like, and this other woman is yelling, this isn't my cat. And they're like, yeah, it's your cat. And she's like, this isn't my cat. And mom looks in the box and goes, yeah, this isn't my cat either. So they just <laughs> switched cats. Like, Why? and the cats weren't even the same color. Like, it was, they, they tried to send home the wrong cat. So, wow. yeah, I mean, it's a volunteer agency, but, you know, I'm glad that everybody looked in the box first. Oh, yeah, that, that would have been a very nasty surprise. All right. <laughs> what is your least favorite chore? Least favorite chore? Um, I hate dusting things because there's always dust and I'm allergic to it. And it ends in either hives or sneezing and me just being really annoyed and not actually finishing the chore. And just pure misery. Yeah, pure misery. I hate dusting. I really want to someday make enough money where I can afford a cleaning service like every other week or something just to do that for me. Cleaning fairies. Yes, my boss just recently, I mean, I think she's made enough money to do this for a long time, but she's been all excited about how like she can finally afford to have a cleaning lady come in once a week and she's got two little kids. So, you know, they ruin everything. And now her house is cleaned up at least once a week and she's so happy about it. Nice. All right. A little bit easier question is what is your favorite type of Pocky? Oh, so when I ate Pocky, there's a story here. My favorite one was the chocolate with the coconut, but really? I'm actually, yes, I'm actually super allergic to milk and I can't eat Pocky. <laughs> it's horrible. I love Pocky. I'm so sorry. It's, I, I, every convention I go to that sells Pocky, I stand there and turn over every box of Pocky, like even the gross ones that no one's ever going to eat, just wondering if they don't put freaking milk in something and they put it in as a preservative in all of them. And actually last Anime Boston, I somehow was given milk. I don't know if it was food that I bought there or food that I brought with me that was mismarked, but Saturday at Anime Boston, I was either in my room or laying on the floor in full cosplay, doubled over behind my table, waiting for this horrible allergy attack to pass because it takes about 16 hours to get over with. Oh my God. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. But it's like, I was just saying to my friend, I'm going to learn. I'm going to like make my own Pocky. I'm going to, some, some nerd has figured this out at some point and I'm going to substitute whatever the hell the milk product is in it. 
Get milk with okay. chocolate and I will make you pocky. I will find a way to make you milk this pocky now. Thank you. Okay. Can you drive manual? Um, I wish I could. <laughs> it, it's more of a nerd question for me because that is what I drive. I'm like, impressed. Religiously, I drive. I hate driving automatics. They are boring. No, I agree with you. Like, this is a skill I want to learn. My car has a, my car is a sport edition. So if you put it in a certain gear, you can pretty much drive it like a manual. You see these little flippy things on the front. So that's cool. And I, my plan is to someday learn how to use these correctly. But um, now are the shifters on your steering wheel or down by the gear shift? um, The shifters are on the steering wheel. Okie dokie. So you have a paddle shifter. Yes. I, as you know, I'm a mechanic, so I, I, oh, I would have fun in your car. I'd show you well, so many things. Well, since you're a mechanic, you might like this. The car that I drove until it caught on fire was a 1990 BMW 325iX. And as far as I know, it was the only working iX of that year in the Hudson Valley because I would get stopped by people who asked me whether or not this car was actually four-wheel drive or if it was like I just bought the sticker online or something. And I live right by the Rhinebeck Fairgrounds where there's a huge car show every year. And every year, someone will be stopping, staring at my car and coveting it and petting it and taking photos of it. And I love this car so much. And one day in 2013, I was driving and suddenly something felt wrong. It wasn't getting up to speed. So I decided to pull over and turn around and go home. And I pulled onto a side road and I put it in park and I looked down and there were flames shooting from out underneath the car. (laughs) And so I called 911. The firefighters put out the fire. They still don't know what actually caught on fire. But anyway, we had to sell it to a collector. But I saw it on the road again a couple years ago, so that or a year or two ago, so that was nice. So she's not, you know, a parts car. She's not fully dead, dead. No, no. I, I just sat there with my jaw. Drop the entire time. <laughs> I am so GDM, which is German Domestic Motors. I'm yes. so much of a GDM snob. It is sickening. I love my Volkswagens to death. Golf Thank family you. being best family ever. I love golfs. I have a 2002 Golf. And nice. the boyfriend has a 2003 GTI. <laughs> I'm jealous. I really wanted. I really wanted a GTI. Actually, oh, they're so cute, and it is so much of a. I rarely drive it because I know I'm going to get pulled over because I'm totally going like a million times over the speed limit. <laughs> I understand 100. percent No, my um, my poor little Beamer. She's um. There's a couple of guys right by where I live who are, uh, they actually just have a fleet of like 80s and 90s BMWs. And they told us that someone who works on their farm was specifically looking for that model. And I saw it on the road in Kingston, which for those of you who don't know, is like the major shopping area near where I live. And I was almost in tears to see her running and she just drove right past me. And I knew it was her because there's a little dent in the trunk and I could see it very clearly. Um, but so she's okay. And then after that, I had a Volkswagen, but it was a lemon. Um, when we bought it, there was something wrong with it. I know. I'm No, we're going through that right now with actually one of the um, dealers we're going through. Because just everything is wrong with that car, and they just, it was not pretty. 
I'm sorry. Do they? Okay. Is this a thing with Volkswagens or is this one guy just a jerk? Um, when we started having problems with this car, we took it to the local Volkswagen dealership and the girl at the counter like rolled her eyes and said, um, if it's over three years old, we don't service them. And I feel like that's a lie. Oh, but totally is. She just didn't. What, no one even looked at the car. And, you know, eventually I trade. I'm driving a Honda Fit right now. You know, it's a it's a good, reliable car. It's oh, cute. It's good for conventions. Hondas are really good, reliable cars. It's, it is. My only beef with them is when people try to race them out. Yeah, no, no, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. No. If I'm hungry, I say rev your engine and I put a bowl and I hope to God I get either shrimp fried rice or pork fried rice. <laughs> I've occasionally gotten squirrel because it was the nearest roadkill that they hit. <laughs> so here's a fun question. Fantastic. We're, we're going to jump yes. into the next question. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. This is actually the one that the previous episode gave to us because you get to put a question in. Okay. How many cups of sugar does it take to get to the moon? Uh, <laughs> um, let me see. Um, a, a lot, obviously. Or none, because you can't make sugar get you to the moon. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I can't tell if this is just like an LOL so random question or if there is an actual answer I here. I think it's an LOL so random because there's another one coming up. Okay, cool. Um, That's all I can say. <laughs> are you a mess? Are you clean or messy in your workspace? Um, I'm gonna say messy, but not that bad. Like there's stuff everywhere, but it's a controlled chaos. Like there aren't just, there aren't just like papers on top of papers. There's like, I'm looking at two stacks of manga that I'm constantly looking at for inspiration or whatever. And they're not on the bookshelf, but they're stacked. And Mm -hmm. over on my desk, my, my drawing desk, pushed off to the side is paint and an empty Advil bottle and some glitter and some other stuff, but it's lined up. So it's, you know, it's set. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's an organized messiness. Cause the second this happened today, like I finally threw some stuff off out off of my desk from the summer about, I don't know, two weeks ago. One of them was a jury summons, which the trial didn't happen. So all I had to do was, was call them and send in something and they take me out of the, the jury thing, <laughs> the jury pool. Well, I just got another freaking jury summons today and I'm really angry because it's for a very busy week at my job. So I have to go deal with that now. But, and I really wish I had the old summons so I could go down there and wave it around in their faces. But I assume they must keep records. But yeah. I guess. <laughs> Don't worry. All right. Do you prefer to work on a blackboard or a whiteboard? Um, I work on whiteboards just because I have to scan everything, but I do know the fun of, or, oh, you mean like a, um, like, like on the wall, like in a classroom, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like the drawing, those, those illustration boards. No. Blackboard okay. or whiteboard. If it's on the wall, which would you oh, play with? Oh, a blackboard. It, it yeah. has this happy feel to it. It does, and, like, okay, like... But for planning stuff out, I totally go whiteboard. Yeah, if you... It's only you need to, like, write and erase quickly, but if you're gonna sit there and put some effort into something, you're wasting your time with a whiteboard, because it's got those... It just does that streaky thing, and then they smell, and, like, when you're, like, in fourth grade, and your school just got those boards, like, you're really excited about them, and then, like, a month later, it's worn off, and then you go to high school where they didn't update anything, and you're like, oh my god, chalkboards, it's the best place in the world. Yep. (laughs) 
All right, so another um lol so random question, and I'm okay. so sorry for this. Actually, going into high school, <sighs> if I throw a triangle out the window of a car that's going 20 kilometers per hour, and wind resistance is a thing, how many cupcakes can Pedro buy with one human soul? Um. Well, we need to know what the value of a human soul is first, and it's like our human souls like different amounts like like if you're an asshole is your soul worth less than mother Teresa's, or is there just like a value on souls like and also like how big are the cupcakes because like like are you going to like the convenience store and buy like the like the edamon six packs of cupcakes or are you going to a bakery or are you getting one of those like massive tourist cupcakes that are like small pies that they sell in like new york city so there's a lot of questions you need more information <laughs> i love the answer <laughs> the other answer I got was purple because you can't smell blue. That's, I'll take that. I mean, that, that's like credit for trying. Okay, here is your loaded question. Are you okay. ready? I'm ready. This is actually kind of mean. Okay. What is the best ship in Steven Universe? Oh no. <laughs> um, let me. All right. It was better than the last one. What was the last one? The one. <laughs> Who's the best waifu? <laughs> okay, so to me personally, and this is like an unpopular opinion about Steven Universe, I don't get any intense shipping feels from Steven Universe beyond like the canon couples in the show. Okay. And I don't know if that's because like I see it on Cartoon Network and it's not Toonami and I'm 24. So I'm like, oh, children's programming that I am also enjoying. So like, you know, obviously Ruby and Sapphire and then um, Connie and Steven are so freaking adorable together. They're just adorable little, little teenagers. And of course, you know, Rose and Greg, like that's such a, such a sweet, sad story. Actually the boyfriend and I are potentially doing Greg and Rose. You should, you should. I'm getting stilts for Rose. So I stand like a foot taller than him. But also, oh my friend God. can play guitar and he sings. Dude, you have to do this. You'll get famous for this. <laughs> so I just have to get in the wig. <laughs> you guys just I wanted to like wave the hair around all fabulous. <laughs> I think you do a great job. Like I, I, I don't think I've seen your boyfriend before. If I did, it was at, in passing at a convention, but I know you would make a really good rose. So I'm sure together you'd be great. He was barely at Anime Boston because of what happened. Okay. He got assaulted in the elevator by eight crossdressers. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. He just wanted to go up to the hotel room and we were in the North Tower. So we had yeah. to transfer from the South. So we got onto like floor seven and he just wanted, no, we came back from a, um, a nap. First thing was crowd. He's like, whatever, I'll just get to the next one. The next elevator comes and it's like eight guys in skirts with a wig. And okay. they're like, we won't let you in unless you tell us who your favorite waifu is. What? So he's like, you guys, come on, just let me in. And he How much cocaine did they do? Hold up. So he gets into the elevator and he just is ignoring everything. And they start shoving him around trying to get into his backpack, which has over a thousand dollars of magic Whoa. cards in it. Saying, who's your waifu? Who's your waifu? Why don't you like having fun? Or do you like his bondos, you faggot? Whoa, what? I know. So now, like, he never wants to go back to Boston again. Thanks, you guys. Whoever that, you are, I'm wow. still having a beef with you. That's a, okay. You know, Anime Boston, I'm going to say Anime Boston is my favorite convention. I have 
never had an experience that bad in the elevators, but I've had the all my questionable convention hotel experiences have been at Anime Boston, and that's both the Sheridan and the Marriott. Oh, Lord. So I just... It's like, you know, people, people like say New York is full of assholes. I have met, I have met some of the nicest people in Boston and some of the like most insane, scary people in Boston at the same convention within hours of each other. <laughs> my first convention, my first anime Boston, I was in high school and there was a Yankees versus Sox game that night mm-hmm. and the Sox lost and that the hotel was all anime kids and wealthy, angry Sox fans. So I got in the elevator and um, I had just spent the entire day being told by all of my friends from out in Boston that they're like, you sound like you're from the middle of New York City. You have such an accent. And so I got in the elevator and these people are drunk and cursing out New York. And I was so afraid that I was going to have to speak at some point during this elevator ride. Like I was horrified. It turned out fine, but I was like 16 and shaking. Oh my God. I know the first con experience, I think you can get a pretty good laugh out of this was, um, it was called Citicon and a buddy of mine was like co-chair of it. So I'm like, you know what? I'll come out. I'll support it. I want to hang out with you. I haven't seen you since the beginning of the semester. You've been gone for a while. Let's hang out while we're here. It's like, yeah. sure. So mom's sleeping in the car because she's like, whatever. I just want to take oh. a nap. I've been driving. I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. This is like 16-year-old Chelsea. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all I have is like my little foxtail that I got at the Ren Fair. And I have a little hat on that I made. And I'm walking Aww. around. And I have a shirt that says Secret Identity on it. And I'm walking around and I'm walking back to the car and a whole bunch of drunk college students in fursuits walk up to me and they're like, come on, you want to come see the dorms and everything? You want to come back to our dorm and yiff with us? Oh my God, no. I didn't know what any of this was. Oh my God, you poor baby. They started like pulling me towards their dorm until my friend came and saved me. But that was my first ever experience with a furry. What, wait, wait, what, can, what, I mean, what, what college was this near? SUNY IT. Oh, I'm, I went to a SUNY. I apologize. But no, like a couple years down the road, I met someone and I told him the story and he just kind of put his hand over his mouth and said, I'm so sorry. You met like the 2.2% of our like whole fandom. Like, what do you mean <laughs> our fandom? He's like, I'm a furry. And he showed me his personas and I'm like... <laughs> You're you're nothing like them. He's like, yeah, we don't have people that are that crazy. And then he was telling me about the whole thing at an anthrocon. It was raining. It's it's when uh, four chan decided to sit with the vuvuzelas. People in full thousand dollar suits standing out there holding an umbrella over them so that they can have fun with their vuvuzelas because everyone Aww. deserves to have fun. I'm like, I love yeah. your fandom. That's sweet. And you it, know, like, I've turned my whole perspective around. They are some of the nicest people I've met. They're super, like, completely, oh, it's going to take you, like, an extra, like, ten minutes. It's okay. I'll go and I'll walk around. I'll be back in a bit. I promise I won't have anything. They Aww. come back. Oh, my God. Thank you for doing it so much faster. I'm sorry I came back at seven minutes instead of ten. Oh, I love their fandom. They're so nice. They are nice. I've, I've never had a bad experience with the furry fandom, honestly, and I used to draw furries, so... I'm happy. It, it's they're very respectful. I've realized they are. Ninety nine point seven percent of them are. Then you get that point three that I ran into. 
every every convention I see one person doing something questionable in a fursuit and I'm always under the impression because it's like a full body fursuit but I can almost tell from the body type underneath that it's just like some weird old guy who found a way to touch younger girls and most people stay away from him I saw one hug a girl in a kigurumi so hard that he picked her up off the ground and her expression was of extreme horror like she could feel him under the suit oh my god (laughs) but that was that was the only thing i ever well that's the only thing that i saw at that convention every convention i see something a little questionable but you see questionable acts and cosplay at every convention but then 99 percent of everyone is just having a great time and being really nice and and anime kids are always so polite like their parents raise them well (laughs) Mm all righty well unfortunately we need to wrap it up Alrighty, it's been a lot of fun. Yay! I love having fun with people. (laughs) So, pretty much, um, I will be posting all of the links to your website, your Facebook, whole nine yards. If you have anything else, send it to me and I'll post it on there. We'll shamelessly plug the hell out of everything. (laughs) Thank you! And we will see you on the actual Roost show in about three weeks then. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Yay! Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm really flattered. No problem. All right. Say bye to everyone. Say bye to the lovely audience. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. See you guys (laughs) later. Bye.